Hi ladies, welcome to Tea Time Tuesday. I am here uh, today, I am interviewing my friend Janelle, and so this is going to be a really fun interview. I'm really excited about this with, uh, today, so thanks for joining us. Uh, we are, we're continuing with uh, Tea Time Tuesday, and um, this is actually, actually we are not continuing with it, we will be. This is our last episode of this season. And so I really hope that you enjoy this um, interview. It's going to be amazing. But then um, we will give more information as time goes on of what we are going to be doing. Tea Time Tuesday is not done. Uh, we're just going to end this season with this interview and then we will let you guys know what's coming. But today I just wanted to say thank you so much for being here. You're welcome. Yeah, I'm really <laughs> glad that you're here. I just, I want you guys to know my friend. And many of you might know her, but um, you might not. And so, uh, Janelle, tell us a little bit about yourself, just to introduce yourself and, and let people know who you are. Well, I'm a Libra. I like long walks on the beach. Uh, just kidding. Uh, I'm Janelle. We, um, my husband Andrew and I, we've been married for about um, seven years, seven and a half. Oh, that was a test. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Um, anyway, and we moved to, down to Medford from Portland about two years ago. Actually, almost exactly two years ago. On the birthday. On your birthday. <laughs> yeah, because you're God's greatest gift to me. <laughs> I know this is uh, And we've got um, a five-year-old son named Sam and a newborn named Joshua. Yeah. So, yeah. Awesome. And what do you do for work? Oh, yeah. I uh, am a nurse over at Providence. So yeah. I work in the ER. And you've been a nurse for how long? A long time. Um, 16 years. Yeah, that's a long time. Yeah. All right, cool. Well, okay, so just so that you guys know, um, Janelle and I were, uh, well, we were hanging out because Janelle called me one day. And this was, I think, was it in February, January? It was, it was in January. January. Yeah. And she, it was actually a really nice morning. And she was like, hey, do you have time for a pastoral call? And I was like, what? Yes. And she's like, okay. Well, she ended up coming to the church, and we went and just got buttercloud and yeah. um, hung out. And it was actually a beautiful day, so we sat outside. And there was just some stuff that was coming up in our conversation that I was like, we have to do this podcast. Hmm. Little did we know what was going to happen in your life since then. Uh, but We, we could not knew. have known. <laughs> no, we had no idea what God was going to do in your life. And yeah. so in the last couple of months, there's been a lot that's happened. Uh, but we were just talking about a lot about the waiting process. Mm -hmm. And so I don't know if you want to share just a little bit about kind of what that morning was about and what was coming up in you. Yeah. And, yeah. So um, that morning was about, um, I found out that my brother and sister-in-law were pregnant. Yep. And, um, and uh, you know, cats out of the bag, this um, waiting podcast is about my um, kind of struggles with infertility and the waiting of that. Um, so anyway, so as you can imagine, um, Sam is five, and so we have had no other children, and we've had lots of practice, and it's just, you know, not, you know, still waiting. Yeah. And so um, anyway, to hear that, it's like there was a conflicting of emotions, because of course I'm thrilled yeah, for my brother celebrate. and my yeah. sister-in-law. You know, they have experienced loss as well and so it's like I was thrilled for them but then at the same time it was just like ah like how much more of this can I take right. you know always it's the question like, that we ask the Lord yeah <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy for them right. but, but how much more yeah. I feel like I've 
reached maturity. I can stop being tested. No, no, no. that's never it. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> so, yeah. anyway, so I was pretty upset that day and uh, just, just, just sad, mm -hmm. just literally sad. And yeah. so, yeah. Yeah, so we just spent the morning just um, talking. And, you know, I mean, I can relate in some ways too, just waiting for a husband and the promises that God mm -hmm. has spoken to my life. Mm -hmm. And so there was just this, um, understanding and just, I mean, we just got to be really real with each other that morning yeah. in the time that we had together. And we just felt like, okay, let's talk in this podcast about what that looks like. Yeah. What has the waiting looked like for you? So do you want to just even share a little bit about that? Like what yeah. has your waiting process looked like? Yeah. So, um, I mean, <laughs> I'll tell you that the most significant emotion I've had in the waiting process, the most, uh, the biggest one anyway, is just anger, just yeah. like rage, like why? Yeah. And um, anyway, month after month after month after month of negative pregnancy test, negative pregnancy test, and um, anyway, and so, I just, and I think that anger, especially for me, is always self-protective. Mm -hmm. And so I think um, what that, um, I'll, I'll, you know, so it's been, you know, four and a half, five years, you know, since we've been trying. And, and, um, and in that, I have received, you know, I've had dreams and I've had words and I've had like moments in worship where I have just literally felt like, you know, the Lord promised physical healing, spiritual rest, and pregnant hope. Yeah. And, you know, and so it's like even just wrestling with like pregnant hope, like I know that technically that could be interpreted a lot of different ways, but it's like, no, Lord, like, you know me, you know my heart, you know, like, you know what pregnant hope would mean to mm -hmm. my heart. You mm -hmm. created it, you know? Yeah. And so anyway, um, you know, and so, like I said, you know, lots of this, this fiery angry where it would be like one thing after another. I have, you know super bad endometriosis and so it's like another ovarian cyst another you know crazy painful period whatever you yeah. know so anyway yeah, i said it i said period yep. on camera <laughs> <laughs> but um anyway and so and i think um you know for a while i just wanted to just like kind of like hide you know like this is all you know like okay i'm just gonna internalize this and you know and work through it and um and then but then it goes on and mm -hmm. it starts eking out you mm -hmm. know and it was just like and i think that that was a very very gracious way of the lord to say there's some stuff mm -hmm. in here yeah. you know and it's like and i was not you know familiar with um i mean i've been a christian my whole life but i was not familiar with like i came from a very legalistic background very like you know you know you just come to the you know, church with a smile on your face and you don't need anything. And, and so, um, you know, like really like opening up my heart to some of the more painful places felt very vulnerable and very yeah. scary to me, you know, cause I just, you didn't, I didn't want to do it, yeah. you know, but at some point, like it was like the Lord just very gently was like, Hey, Hey, we gotta, we gotta get to some of this stuff because I want more for you. I have yeah. freedom for you, you mm -hmm. know? And um, so anyway, um, one of the th most important things um, to share is a, a why this struggle has been so hard is um, I had an abortion when I was mm -hmm. in my 20s. And so it's like then you fast forward to my 30s and you're trying to get pregnant and you're not getting 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 pregnant. And just the isolation and the shame. Yeah 
that I felt, you know, I felt like, well, this is just, you know, this is just what I deserve. Mm. You know, this is my punishment. You know, like the Lord trusted me to be a mom when I was 24 and that was my shot. Mm. And I look what I did with it, Mm -hmm. you know, and so just, and to carry around that very private pain, because that's not something that you talk about Mm. in a church where you're supposed to have all your business together, Mm -hmm. you know? And so, um, you know, and that is just, it's such a shameful, um, lonely place to be. And so it was just like, as I started to open my heart to that and tell some of my close friends and, you know, then we moved down here and I started, you know, praying a lot with Sarah Lee and she was able to walk me through some of that, you know, just like how, where do you find Jesus in that? Mm -hmm. Because he never left, Mm -hmm, you know, and, and he, and, and this is not, punishment. I mean, I am the Lord's beloved, right. you know, and it's, it's like so hard to believe when that's a part of your history, right. you know? And yeah. so anyway, so there is that really, um, really impactful time and just being able to kind of just give the Lord those places of shame, give yeah. the Lord and say, what do you say about this? And you say it all the time. Like, where's the exchange? You know, yeah. I didn't feel worthy to have the exchange. I felt like I should carry that shame forever because that's mm-hmm. what I deserve, but not his it, that's not all. his heart for mm-hmm. me. And I think another area of what that waiting looked like was um, just learning how to, like I think my biggest struggle aside from the self-protective anger was believing that the Lord was good mm-hmm. no matter what. Even if my circumstances didn't change, believing that he was good. Right. and. You know, and it's like, well, yeah, you can give lip service to that because that's the, you know, the what we Sunday, Sunday. It's what the Sunday school answer is. Yeah. But it's like in my heart of hearts that I believe that. And I didn't. Yeah. And so I wrestled with that and wrestled with that and wrestled with that. And <laughs> I mean, if you know me, which you do, but uh, <laughs> I mean, sometimes it looks like a physical wrestling. That's right. You know, like <laughs> there are some colorful words. Yeah. There are some punching, you know, yeah. and it was just then. You know, and I think that that's the really beautiful part is that it's like in this whole process, I mean, I have not done it perfectly. Right. I have not done it linearly, you know, but it's like the Lord has shown up every time and it doesn't matter if I'm screaming at him in my rage. Like that's, he's not, he's bigger than that. Yeah, he's not afraid He can of take it. that, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like, and then it's like this after those, those times, it's like there's this always this return to peace, always this return to joy and like learning contentment and learning, you know, it's yeah. just, but he showed up every single time, yeah. you know? Well, and if it, it's like one of those things with waiting, like if we get what we've been waiting for too early, then we've missed steps in the process mm-hmm. that he wanted to take us through. And a lot of times we try and intervene ourselves Shortcut. to get it done, right? <laughs> uh-huh. Like I need to get this done and mm-hmm. I, I want this. And, and mm-hmm. he's like, man, if you would just take the steps in this process, I'm, I'm with you. Yeah. Let your rage come out. Let, let, let's have it out, me and you, but I'm always going to show up with my goodness, with my love. Totally. I'm always going to show up and be in your life no matter what is going on. Totally. And, and so I think even in the, the two years that you've been here, I've seen such growth in your life of just you pressing in and you get bad news and you press in and you hear someone else is pregnant and you press in and God has just grown in that relationship with you deeper and deeper and deeper to where you now do say, God's good. 
all the time I feel that mm -hmm. it's not something that I'm just saying anymore no. no and it's like you know there's been times where at the beginning of all this it's like well god I just you know like like I'll be happy when right you know or I'll be content when and it's like it's not true right. and it's like so when we met that day in January it was just like I think I literally said to you you know like you know I wouldn't change one day of right. this process yep. because I am a different person yes. today than I was when we started this right. and you know and it's just like and what the Lord has done in me to create intimacy between us to know who I am mm -hmm. to have that freedom like I wouldn't trade one day no I would have whatever four and a half years times 12 months of <laughs> negative pregnancy <laughs> yeah. tests you know because yeah. it just that was the bigger part of the story. Totally. And it's not done. No, it's you know? not done. No. So that leads us to kind of where you are now. So as you heard, she said that <laughs> there was another child in their yes. life. Surprise. And so, and she didn't get pregnant with him. Nope. She didn't just, like since January, had a baby so fast. <laughs> so I how about you tell us? Pregnancy cycle of a fruit fly. Yeah, right. How about you tell us about uh, Joshua? Okay. So um, Kim gave me this amazing Christmas present. She like wrote off to these people about my name and they prayed for me and they came back with a word and it's on a necklace that I love and, um, and it says awe mm -hmm. on it. And she wrote this beautiful card and she just said like, I believe that this year is a year of awe and wonder. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm like, okay, well I'll take that. You mm -hmm. know, like that's like my tiny little struggling, barely hanging on heart some days. It's like, Hey, I can I can hope one more time. You well, know? and it wasn't just a oh, okay. That's the word. No. And so I'm gonna I'm I'm just gonna put this out there as a little you know. No. Like, I actually was hearing that yes. from the Lord, and so were these people yes. that had given the word as well. And that's amazing when there's like two sets of people that don't mm -hmm. know. I mean, it's like that. You know, like yeah. And there's just some confirmation. There in is that. confirmation in that. So anyway, and so um, and there was you know just a couple of other things that Elijah list, um, prophecy that, yeah. you know, you shared with me and just like, it, it, it just felt like this stirring, like, okay, God's doing something, God's yeah. doing something. And, and it's like, that's even hard to believe in the, you know, the four and a half, five years that it's been, it's like, I know he's been doing something, but sometimes it doesn't feel like it. Right. So, but there felt like there was a stirring and anyway, um, a good friend of mine, she goes to the church here, Suzanne Sartain called me up on January 19th. And said, "Hey, I have this girl. I have this friend that I work with who works with another gal who's pregnant, and she has been looking for someone to adopt her baby and hasn't found anybody." Mm -hmm. I was like, "Come again for a big fudge?" <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> huh? How about? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and um, anyway, she said, "You know, so Andrew and I, we like wrote a letter and submitted some pictures and that kind of stuff, and then she sent the email along to this gal, kind of through the chain." And then maybe a week and a half, two weeks later, we got word that um, she wanted to connect with us. Mm -hmm. So we talked over the phone a couple of times. And in the midst of this, it's like my husband, oh man, <laughs> he just, he's the kind that just like has this exuberant hope and zeal and faith. And he's like, all right, babe. He's like, go, oh, cause secret story is she's eight and a half months pregnant right. when we find, when we connect with her. So this baby is cooked. This yeah. baby could come any day, yeah. you know? And, um, 
So Andrew like loaded the car seat in the car. You know, we just have to be ready, you know, and we're just going to go until she says no or until yeah. the Lord says no, you know. And yeah. so I'm like, oh, bless you. I need you in my life. But um, yeah, he anyway, was painting the baby yeah, room. Yeah, got the nursery all ready and like <laughs> washing all the baby clothes we saved from Sam and, yeah. you know, everything. And um, anyway, was still a, no answer. Was still no answer. No, this yeah. is all like. And that was the other, it's like, okay, we're decorating this nursery and we don't, we don't know yeah. if she's going to pick us. Yeah. Like this is the longest shot, you know? So just like, but knowing who the Lord is yeah. and how he has always been, it was like that kind of faith would not have been possible no. at the very beginning. No. Not at all. Not at all. But it's just like, okay, I mean, like I'm trusting that you've got this, you know, like this is clearly from you. I didn't go find her, you right. know? No. <laughs> so. Well, and the thing that you need to hear as well is it was, it was um, about a month before you had heard about this baby, you had flippantly said to the Lord, yeah. we don't want to go through DHS. Is there another way we can do this? Because yeah. you'd been in the process with DHS had, and it just had been really hard. It had been hard and there had been, it had been a long time and, um, you know, I think THS is obviously a wonderful organization, yes. very needed, but yes. there was some really discouraging aspects of it. And so I was just like, well, I can't do it. Like negative pregnancy test, DHS, negative pregnancy test. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> yeah. So anyway, um, yeah. So it was like literally like a month later and the Lord was like, oh, okay. You done yeah. with that? All right. Let's here, you know, <laughs> how about this way? <laughs> like, why do you know, I usually do that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So, um, anyway, so the, the, um, birth mama and daddy came over and, and they met us and we had a really great conversation. They met Sam mm -hmm. and, you know, they were able to kind of see our house and feel like, okay, this, this child can be loved here. And they ended yeah. up choosing us. Yep. Um, yep. and then, so from the day that sh they chose us, which was February 13th until the day he was born, which was February 24th. That was 11 days. Yep. <laughs> Just crazy. Bam, you know, like. <laughs> yeah. So they, yeah, you got to be at the hospital. Yeah. Yeah. Asante was wonderful. They set us up in a bonding room. And so we were able to have him like an hour after he was born. Yeah. And we just have a very sweet relationship with the birth parents, mm -hmm. you know, we were able to, you know, hug them and say thank you and cry with them. Mm -hmm. And, um, they're just very, um, they are very resolute in their decision and very they much. think this is the best thing for Joshua. And I'm just like, well, I just don't even understand the capacity of the gift, the, the, the enormity of the gift that you're giving me, right. but thank you. Yeah. So, yeah. So he has been home for a couple weeks yep. and things are couple weeks. going well. Yeah. He's three weeks old today. He's three weeks old today. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> the day that we're actually filming this. Yeah. So. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. So. Well, I just, I love just the process that God's had you in and just how you have not, um, you have not given up on the Lord. Mm -hmm. You have held on to him throughout the ups and the downs. And it's just, it's been amazing to watch. And so then to just even celebrate with you as the Lord is like, here, I have this for you. Um, it just, it's been incredible. I cry all the time about it because I just think, oh man, this is amazing, Lord. It is. And it's just like, 
you know, I mean, okay, getting pregnant and having your own child, of course, that would be amazing. But it's like, even in this, it's like, this is not second best. Right. Like the Lord has shown up in every single way possible and has taken care of every last detail. And it has just felt like a flood yeah. of like his overwhelming love, yeah. you know. And last night we were talking and you said, what about the promise? You said, <laughs> I said, the most important thing is that it's like, I don't, I don't want to come on here and be like, oh, I got my promise. You know, like that's not it. No. You know, it's like Joshua is not the end of that story. He's not the promise. You know, he is an incredible blessing mm -hmm. and he is an absolute miracle. Yeah. And it's just like, I will never stop praising the Lord for the fact that I have him as yeah. my son, yeah. you know, but it's like the, the promise is freedom. Yeah. You know, the promise is, and if that's not done either, but the pro is just like the Lord saying to you, to me, to you, to you, you know, mm -hmm. that I love you, like trust my incredible love for you. Mm -hmm. And it's because of his love that we have freedom, yeah. you know, because he wants to get into those hard places that seem so scary and seem so insurmountable, but just to say, no, my love is bigger than that. And yeah. this is what I have for you. Yeah. You know, like yeah. these are our little visions for ourselves, and you know, yeah, it's not even compared so much bigger. Yeah. So as we close up, um, I just want to give you an opportunity to talk to the ladies about those and like for those that are in that waiting space right now, um, that are maybe wrestling through it like you are. What is there any piece of advice that you could give them <laughs> yeah. as they are, are in that place? Well, I think there's lots of ways to accomplish things, but um, and of course the Lord has different things mapped out for us individually. But I can tell you, um, I started in Song of Solomon, and uh, I was so uncomfortable because <laughs> it's just weird if you don't know how much Jesus loves, it's, it's uncomfortable. I was like, okay, this is a little much, you know, but I mean, I think I read it like, I don't know, 18 times yeah. and just like, you know, like, okay. And pressing in and like believing like this is his love for me. Yeah. This is yeah. what he says about me. This is, you know, and it's just like, so I think that definitely the book of Song of Solomon. And you read it in the Passion Translation, right? I did. Yeah. yeah. Read it in the Passion. Yeah, it's pretty incredible. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's an incredible book anyways, yeah. but yeah. But just the language that the Passion uses, it just, I mean, ooh, it, gets yeah. you, it gets you. And yeah. then I think the other one that has been super impactful to me is just reading through the Psalms and reading and being able to relate to David. And like, I used to think growing up, I used to think like, he's so moody. Mm. Like, he's such a weeny whiner. <laughs> <laughs> Are wieners, mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> but then it was like as you as I'm like diving into this, it's like oh no! I mean like his high and low of emotion and his high and low of you know like just this angst and then this amazing joy and praise is just like I felt like such a dichotomy until like the Lord was able to get in there and be mm. and 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 I was able to admit to myself no, that's exactly how I feel, mm -hmm. you know, and so and just to like. Give yourself that permission. Give myself that permission and then just to see like over and over like David's return to joy and yeah. David's return to belief in the Lord and, you know, and belief in his goodness and stuff like that. And so anyway, 
I mean, I would start there, yeah. you know, really dig in there and just, and ask the Lord what he has in it for you. I mean, he's this, he's never going to, his return is never going to be empty, right. you know? So I would definitely, yeah, and then I just think that, you know, if, and like I said, I mean, I, I shared a, a very personal anecdote, you know, but if that is something that, you know, that is true to your story or, you know, like, or if there's something equally that you feel shameful about, I would just say like it is a total lie from the enemy that you will not be loved. Yeah. If you ever tell the truth about that, if you ever confess about that, that you will be, you know, it's like it's his goal to keep us in isolation and it's his goal to keep us in shame because it literally will kill you from yeah. the inside out. Yeah. And so if there's any, any Peace where there's shame and isolation, whether it's related to abortion or not. I mean, just to find someone yeah. to talk with, you yeah. know, maybe a good friend at the very beginning and maybe a counselor. I mean, I think it should always include a counselor, totally. just my bias, but because yeah. um, there's just some really deep, deep yeah. stuff that's there that, you know, friends are amazing, but there's also the counselors offer an incredible resource. So. Yeah, God wants full healing and he wants to give you full freedom. And when that's locked up in you and you're not able to share that, then that freedom isn't happening, right? Right. And so as you've experienced just that freedom in the Lord by releasing those things, by hearing what he says, you know, by, by meeting him in those places and knowing that he was with you, um, it has then set you up to then receive the gift that he does have for you, but it was all his process. Yeah. Right. And right. so, um, yeah. Well, and if you incredible. keep that locked up, if you keep that little secret or a huge secret locked up, I mean, then it's like, well, yeah, you know, 80% of your heart or 95% of your heart or whatever is like, oh yeah, Jesus loves me. I love Jesus. But there's this little, you know, chink in the armor right. that, you know, that's where you don't believe it. And yeah. because it's isolated and because you haven't allowed you know, the Lord into that space or even, you know, trusted people into that space. It's just, it, it's not enough. Yeah. He, he wants the whole thing. Yeah. You know, he wants so the whole true. thing. Well, thank you so much for sharing with us today. I know that was a lot and that there's so much more to the story that we could talk about. I'm but like 25 minutes. I know. <laughs> but I do appreciate that. And I just, I love you so much. And I'm just really proud of you and, and the journey that you have taken. And I just really appreciate you sharing your story with us today. So thank you. Well, thanks for letting me share. Yeah. <laughs> All right, ladies. Well, have a wonderful day. Thanks for being here. And we would love to hear from you. If you have any comments about this or want to even just encourage Janelle as she shared her heart, uh, we would love to hear from you. So leave us a comment below and let us know what you think. And then, like I said, this is the last one for this season. And then uh, we will be starting up again, but we'll give you all that information soon. So check us out on our uh, Facebook page and we will talk to you soon. All right. Have a good day.